BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Are we recording? We rolling. You see me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's your morning going? It's going really well. I have all of my energy drinks. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> We're going the natural route. I love yeah. it. Um, but yeah, morning's going really well. I moved, so I'm actually like 15 minutes closer to oh, that's nice. this horrible complex that we're in that <laughs> I get lost in every time I show up here. Oh my God, if you've ever done 23andMe or like any of those like Ancestry.coms and it tells you what you're deficient in, like what your problems are, it literally said to me, it was like, you are very likely to have no idea where you're going all the time. <laughs> like, that's interesting. That's they like can a catch genetic that. thing. Yeah. However, they also said Tyler does not have any jeans and dimples and he has legit oh. indents in his face. So, But did he have those like cheek piercings at any point? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Are you high? I feel like Tyler <laughs> may have had an earring, though. Never. Never? No. Okay. All no, right. Sorry, no, no. Ty Ty. <laughs> no, he won't even wear flip like sandals. He's like, I don't like like things between my toes that's gay <laughs> you know <laughs> it is so toxically masculine i know and i'm so attracted to it guys <gasps> no funny story is yesterday i heard what's her alex cooper the call her daddy girl mm-hmm. started her own podcast anyway she did a production company so i was on hers i was like let me just take some tips she's obviously the number one female podcast yeah. host so i'm just listening oh yeah you sent me that trying to learn and it said Boston, my roster with Patriots players. So I'm like, I'm listening to this one. And she like told, her roster, like who she slept with? Yes. Wow. And, you know, I think that's a fine line with podcasts. Like you want to share, you want to be vulnerable, but at the same time, you want to be respectful to your friendships and your significant other. Yeah, For you're not going to be like, this guy gave me chlamydia in 1994. Yes. <laughs> that yes. was five years old. Um, <laughs> Never mind. But she starts talking about a Patriots player. And she says the car. And I'm like, I know exactly who this oh, is. So she doesn't name them. She doesn't know. You can see in the clip, it's Julian Edelman. Mm. And, but, oh, and I only can only say this because I'm like, I, I want to respect people's boundaries. But she says it so you can see it. But she says that he was with a teammate and roommate at the time. And her basically her and her roommate got like banged by the, these people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Tyler used to live with Julian. He cheated on me. He was a whore. Oh my all God. these things. I'm so triggered. Anyway, it was a teammate that was one person and then it was a roommate who was his roommate who I know as well. So there's, there were two separate people and I was living there. She wasn't like he had dimples and he yeah, was not his, wearing flip-flops. His name <laughs> rhymes with Schmeiler. Anyway, I was triggered for like a half a second and then I realized who it was and I was like, oh, thank God. So that love, was my I, trauma yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Married life trauma. I, That's funny. Yeah, she is She is doing a new... Is it a new podcast that she's doing? No, or just she like has a production? a production company. Oh, okay, because I saw that Alex Earl is also on that too. And I was like, I had like one second of being like, 
oh, because, you know, like she stole my sister's man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, but then I was like, you know, good for her. Whatever. She's, yeah. She, she's I know. I, I went. I actually saw her on TikTok. I don't go on TikTok, but I went and it was like because I was honestly I was creeping to see what the deal was with her and Braxton because yeah. hashtag team. Well, Soph he brought always. her on. He brought her to like a red carpet. No, event. he didn't. She brought him oh. for sure. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> She's no. Way no, this, than he no. Is. He brought her to a red carpet event, and then the next day she was in the press. Yes. for making out for like being with seen making out old. with some like high schooler, like but a JV like, football player, I'm not like, even varsity. How embarrassing <laughs> for Braxton. It's like you left my sister. For for this girl who's more famous, which like, you know, kudos to you, you tried. Yeah. And then he's like bringing her on the red carpet. Like, look, I got this girl. She's super famous and all this stuff. And then she goes and embarrasses you like that the next day. And now he's back <laughs> on her TikTok. Like in the, she did like one and he's, you can see him in FaceTime. They're like, he's like cool with it, I guess. They're back. I don't know. That's what it looks like. Mm. But anyway, I saw her videos and I, I get the whole get ready with me. I was like, hmm, maybe I should try that. You know what? I have an affinity for like a crazy bitch because I'm a crazy yeah. bitch. So like when I see a fellow crazy bitch yeah. kind of <laughs> killing it and like being causing waves with their just outlandish behavior. Yes. I'm kind of like good for you. you yeah. <laughs> Team so forever. But she's hustling and doing something right. So, but you know I what? The hustle. If anything, I thank Alex Earl because she saved my sister from a very bad thank God. long-term relationship. Yes. I mean, it, yes. she, Sophie probably would have carried that one out for a 100%. while. Because she would have like, married him. Yeah, when you're that age, it's kind of like you're Next 28, step. 27, 28. You're like, I'm with you. I've been with you. Yeah. You're it. We live We're together. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Let's we're getting married. No, I know. It was a blessing in disguise, 110%. Yes. 1, and I can't wait to see how Sophie's doing. But really, we want to check in with each other and just kind of hang out with you guys and talk about our summers. We took a little break, hung out with the kids. And so we just want to talk about summer. How's everything with the new house? Last we spoke, yeah. you thought you had a place. You got a place. What's it like living alone? How are you like getting settled? Yeah. How are the kids? I... Okay, so I'm so excited to have my own place right now. It's been two years of living either with my ex or sharing a space that we skirt around each other in. Or then there was like that three-month, two-month stint where I was like, actually homeless. Mm -hmm. like, And I like didn't have a place yet, but like wasn't allowed back to my old house. And then I was at my parents for the summer, which was amazing. And it always makes me, it reminds me of my roots, like helps me kind of tune in to like, who am I really? What, yeah. what am I all about? And then I got home, home to my new place. And there was a little bit of a transition and so many things in my life shifted. And I I was hesitant to talk about this because it's something that I've dealt with throughout my life. And that is sobriety of like, mm. do I want alcohol to be a part of my life? Can I Can I responsibly take my Adderall that's prescribed to me? Am I leaning on these things when when times are tough? And I'm like, I don't want to really talk about it because I'm not there yet. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't I haven't really figured it out yet. But then I was like, you know, that's what this podcast is about. Me being honest and open with my journey. I'm three and a half weeks sober right now. Really? Yeah. And I I feel like when we first started this podcast, you remember I showed up like literally drunk from like the the night before vodka and (laughs) poured it into your Red Bull at 9 a.m. I was not well. And this is like I'm (laughs) laughing now. And the thing is, it's. Like, I, like so many people, are very functional. Like, I have a really high bottom. Like, I can take Adderall, be vaping, still be killing it at work, still be a good mom, still have my boundaries. You're functional. I mean, I'm functional, but it's like 
do I need to hit rock bottom in order to know that this is not living my authentic self? Mm-hmm. And last year, I stopped everything for about six months. I stopped from beginning of August to right after Christmas, and I started drinking again. And then, like, there just were these months of, like— Am I leaning on this too much? Am I, it, it's too much mental p- brain power for me to like regulate how much is an okay amount for me. So I think it's just zero. So I was just going to ask, is there a healthy medium for you? Or do you think it's just like, I, it's just not even... I don't think there is because I think now that I'm learning about my patterns and really doing the work and That's like... good. I'm just learning that like, I don't do anything in moderation very well. So I think just, and also there's nothing really, when I tally up the good and the bad, like there's not much benefit that I'm getting from it. You're not getting value. It's not adding to your life. If anything, it's only subtracted. So that's, well, and that's tempting too. You're by yourself. So I can see, like, I remember when I lived by myself, it's like end of the night. I guess I'll pour, I just naturally poured myself wine. I'm like, why? For what? And the wine has never been a problem. It's comfort. So it's, hard, it's hard to be like, oh, it, like, I'm like, you listen, I'm not living in a tent under the, under the 405. Yeah. I can have a glass of wine and, and with a friend and, and yeah. not go home and like, you know, not everything yeah, is a yeah, bender yeah. for me. But it's just a slippery slope. And when I think back to like every relationship I've ever had in my life, like the foundation is on like, like I wasn't, I, don't, I wasn't sober. Like yeah. when you think about like. Like the first time I had sex with like all my boyfriends in my whole entire past life, it's like I don't think I was sober for any of those. Wow, like, you know. So it's just like good for you. Yeah. Dude. So I want to like build. I want to build a foundation for myself that's like completely sober. Where the next relationship I have, like which two years down the road or whatever, is like really built from a place of like I would want to date me for sure. You know? And it's like this is the perfect opportunity for you. You're in a new house. Yeah. Like you ha- you're creating a new me. You have a new podcast. You have so much going for yourself. It's like this is the perfect time to like better. I And any like relationship or breakup or new chapter, it's like focus on yourself and the, be- become the best version you can. Yeah. Highs, lows, it's going to be like you know, what success is. It's going to be a roller coaster, but that's an amazing attitude yeah. you have. But it's it's a vulnerable place to be like, I'm three and a half weeks. So like, I, I know. Go, and of course, like during my pregnancies, I wasn't drinking or anything, but it's different when you're doing it for yourself. It's harder. It's it's <laughs> it's way harder. Yeah. Like I had no problem not drinking, not taking Adderall, not doing anything. I didn't do anything for the nine months I was pregnant with both of my babies. But you better believe right when they came out, I was like, where's the yes. wine at? Yes. And it doesn't take much. Yes. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but... It, back to school season. It's a little stressful for me. There's just a lot of change in the air. It's nice to have my kids, you know, occupied all during the day, but I don't know. Remy's in kindergarten this year and I'm just worried about bullies and stuff. But anyway, usually to de-stress, I will have a glass of wine at night. I've been trying to prioritize my health. So instead of a glass of wine, I've been pouring myself a glass of pomegranate juice from Squeeze Juice. Now these are pomegranates that are grown by California family farmers. They also grow their own mandarins. love the mandarin juice as well, but pomegranate just feels like, you know, kind of feels like a glass of red wine at night. You guys may have heard of Farm to Table, but this is truly tree to bottle. (laughs) And um, if you want to try it out, I have a code for you. It is barely, and that's for 20% off, first time customers only. You can try them out at shop.squeezejuice.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Hey, Bestie, I'm Taylor. And I'm Morgan. We are the hosts of Creeps and Crimes podcast. Every Thursday, Morgan takes us on a deep dive into a paranormal case or a conspiracy theory. And Taylor will bring you a detailed and accurate reporting on a true crime case. Since we launched in 2020, we have never missed a Thursday. With over 160 episodes ready for you to binge, you will never run out of cases. And you can follow along on Instagram at Creeps and Crimes podcast. Whether you're in the car or enjoying a glass of wine, tune in every Thursday to Creeps and Crimes. Okay, so you're in the house. I, because I was like, fuck, I haven't even asked you this yet. Have you talked to the kids now that there's two separate homes? Do yeah. they recognize that? They do. And like, I haven't had the conversation yet. And last night I was thinking about it in the middle of the, I haven't they had asked. The, they think mommy has a house and, and papa has a house. Okay. I call him papa. Yeah. And the, like, Remy's not like, why don't you guys do things together? He doesn't really, I don't know. That's why it's like, do I even turn over that stone? For sure. Like, if He's just, he just is just like, all they care about is like what's in front of them. And that's yeah. the toys or what are we doing? Like, they don't think that deeply. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to upset him unnecessarily. Like, do I have to be like, just so you know, I'm not in love with your father. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, obviously I wouldn't have the conversation that way, but I think, Soleil is, she just turned three. Like, yeah. she doesn't get it. I don't think I need to have the conversation with her. Of course, we talk about we love you guys. Yeah. I mean, I just show them as much love as possible. I think Remy might be requiring an explanation soon. It's just so much. Like, he's starting kindergarten in two days. That's crazy. How do you feel? Jackson and Conway started kindergarten in first grade today, and I cannot handle it. (gasps) Today? Today. It's so cute, but I'm like, uh, just it really does go by so fast. It goes by so fast. And Remy lost his first tooth a couple days ago, and my nanny fucking threw it out Shut like she put up. it down I the saved, drain i saved my children's teeth i like was <laughs> traumatized hair. by that and then I'm, I'm like aurora just be calm like what were you really gonna do with this tooth how many are you gonna take it out of the box and look at it yeah stuff? But, like, seriously i, I have know. a whole box of that shit so okay so Ugh. you guys went to rhode island how was yeah. that it was it's really beautiful. good it's it was beautiful. really good we went i went there for a couple days for olivia and christian's engagement party and it's literally like out of a storybook. It it's is beautiful, it's and I love so your nice. parents. Yeah, my parents are great. I, I was love wearing my new parents. My I love dad, it. <laughs> my dad is wearing cool sneakers. Yeah, no, I just love going back to Rhode Island. I love going home. I feel so lucky that I that I'm so close with everybody in my family, and that my brother has a, a little girl that she's cute. Yeah, she's so cute. I was nice too. I talked with Katie too because she's like a naked baby, and I have naked babies, meaning like they're comfortable in their own skin. They like to be in a diaper or naked yeah. or. They're just goofy and silly. And I, she's like, whatever. Like, yeah. she embraces it. So I, I love yeah. that about her. And it's nice to have my kids, like, just get to know my parents a little bit better. For sure. I mean, I live in California. They they don't get to see them that often. So I know. It's nice. But, I know. Um, but yeah, but but coming back to, I'm a Cali girl. Like, I just feel like in my bones. How do you feel about the current state of California? Well, you know, <laughs> Kristen's asked me this because she's about to move to Nashville. I mean, no, yeah, no, it's a shit show. Politically, it's a shit show. Yeah. It's not working. And but I mean, I, I think it's just representative of like politics in our country yeah. as a whole. Yeah. But I don't for some reason, like I just don't feel like I can get much worse. And I do feel like the homeless situation has gotten better in certain areas. Like in Venice, they're they're cleaning up their act a little bit. And I mean, I'm just waiting to for people to like leave office so that we can 
maybe yeah. get some better people with better solutions. I mean, this can't go on forever, right? I mean, I'm writing it out. Uh, God, I got this <laughs> I is such know. a slippery slope. I have so much to say, but <laughs> I don't know. I I get nervous because on one end, I look around and like we went downtown San Diego, and it's any major metropolitan city you're going to see this. Like literally, it's 10 a.m. We're going to do brunch. We're trying to like get outside of our bubble, and I see this naked dude's dick and I see look over and there's someone shooting up heroin and I'm like get me back to my bubble but like I do live in a bubble and I love it and like I shouldn't apologize for that but it it doesn't really affect me in my bubble Mm. which I guess you could call as as privilege if it doesn't affect you or whatnot but I love my bubble but I am nervous it's gonna like become an even bigger shitstorm with the politics and election coming up and so I don't know. I just want to get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a Cali girl. I was born here. Born, raised. I am through and through Cali. So it's a bummer. But Yeah. I mean, some, one of my friends is moving to New York and I was trying to convince him to move to L.A. And he's like, what do you like about L.A.? And, and coming like I grew up in Rhode Island, like it's dark for half the year yeah. and it's fucking freezing and for a, a lot of it. And you live for the summer and everybody can't. But I do miss like the olfactory smells that you get mm-hmm. like of the fall, like you don't get that here. However, what I love about LA is like, I do feel like it's just totally, if you want to find it, you can like the circles here that I interact with are really high vibe people. I like that in my neighborhood, it's like these people are, yes, they're very successful. I live in an affluent neighborhood, but this isn't like old money. Like where I grew up, it's like everybody's family money, old money. These people have made their money. money. Yeah. I love that. And it's because they're innovators. It's because they're people who have like built themselves from the ground up. And like most of the people I know that are here, we're not born here. Yeah. They're people who made a choice Self-made. to move somewhere, which is a different kind of a person. And I appreciate being like around that type of a person. And I feel like that's how you also grow. Like surrounding yourself with the, like those type of people, in my opinion, is the best thing you can do for yourself, especially if you're like in your position where you're like, I'm really intentionally trying to be better. Yeah. Is like surrounding yourself with people who are, I don't want to say yeah. better than you, but like, oh, I can learn from them or they're they're a positive influence. Right. They want to go work out. They want to like totally. talk about ideas, not people like. That's my type of people. Yes. If you 100%. want to find it, it is here. And and there's actually such like a huge, huge scene sober scene in, in sure. L.A. It's, it's like, called California it's Sober. Called, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, the good thing I actually don't like weed. I never did. But yeah, I mean, I just I really love the spirituality aspect of, of what you can find yeah. here. And like back home. People are open and flexible. Yeah. Back home is just it's I felt like it was a little bit more closed minded. But you, but where you're moving Nashville, it's it's kind of like the same. Like everybody's migrating there now. I know. So. And it's kind of like a mini L.A. as far as like the downtown. But it's yeah, for me, we're moving. If it was just me and Tyler, like I'd live in Airbnbs all around. I just move like travel all the time. Really? Live, oh, 100 percent. You would I'd, like that? I would be a nomad. I call bullshit. I would be a nomad if, you we had like no, if we had no kids. No kids. You like your garage to be like yes, somebody I do. But like that, was but murdered the, there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it kind of smells like bleach in my house. Yeah. But I do have three kids. So and on that note, that's something like we're talking about a lot. It's like now that I guess the dark clouds have gone away from postpartum, which is something I was really struggling with. Really? In, in May and June. Yes. But like how you didn't I, tell me that because I I've always been an internal like suffer. Mm. I never, ever like to like this is like a life motto we say to even our kids is no one likes a complainer. Yeah. So, and even though it's not complaining, it's reality and it's it's real life struggles. Like I've always been based on like how I grew up. I've always had to have a shield. So I just handle shit by myself. And I've done that every time. But this was by far the worst postpartum emotionally. So but I think the dark clouds, once I found 
once Nala was sleeping through the night and I started working out again, like I found some time for me, Mm -hmm. then it started to get a little bit more clear. And I think that's what Hawaii was. We went to Hawaii and we were there for like three weeks and I was rarely on my phone. I never got ready. I just, I had Groundhog's Day in the best way possible. It's like, wake up, have coffee, do a little bit of emails and just like hang out with the kids all day. Do my morning walks. I'm a big believer of like getting sun. Like Mm -hmm. I was just, and this is something I've noticed too, because I spent a lot of time, like genuine quality time with a lot of people. And I've noticed a lot of people don't like, just say thank you. But a lot of people don't say like, wow, look at where we are. And I, yeah. and I catch myself. I'm like, God, I probably am so annoying to these people. But I'm like, look how fucking great our lives are. Like we were literally around a lunch table on a beach in Hawaii with crystal clear blue water and like turtles passing us by. I'm like, look what the fuck where we're at. I know. Like life is so fucking good. Yeah. And I truly believe like that is one of the secrets to life. And oh, like yeah, happiness sure. is like just looking around and like I'm looking at the studio. I'm like, this is a fucking dream to so many women. And yeah. we're here right now doing this. Like, yeah. life is so fucking good. Well, that's what they say. Like, being grateful is the number one predictor of happiness. Yeah. And the people who you surround yourself with is the number one predictor of success. Those are Harvard oh, studies. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I believe in that 100%. Yeah. I believe in that. But that's interesting for me to hear that you were really struggling. And and, and I, because I know you, and I think our followers know you now, and you're, you know, just the tough... <laughs> veneer that you have on where like, you know, no excuses Mm -hmm. and no complaining. And it's something that hopefully I've helped you a little bit in this way, just because like here I am being like, okay, I don't really want to share my sober journey because I don't feel like I'm in a place where it's like anything to like, it's like, I don't have like my one year yet or I don't have my, you know, but it's like, you're in the middle of your story. Yeah. But like, so many people are in the middle of their story. Yes. And it's like, I feel like we wait for our story to have like a nice bow on the end mm-hmm. before we share it to show people like, oh, look what I did. You can do it too. Yeah. But it's like, you know what? People want to hear that like, I'm my fourth attempt yes. and I'm not, like, I'm not doing well right yep. now because it's like everybody's story is just about getting back on the horse. Yeah. And I think people want to hear and you have done a good job because you remind me of my tough exterior and like, it's like, put it down sometimes, Kristen. And like, that's what I'm working on. And I've been, really within myself and like just realizing like I want to show more compassion towards people because I can be a little stoic or I can be like well if it's broken fucking fix it find a way (laughs) you don't have a way find one (laughs) find a guy in I I saw this amazing interview with Shia LaBeouf who is of course has his fair share of ups and downs but he said in the interview which really really resonated with me because I remember when I first told you kind of my upbringing you said like Basically, why are you not fucked up? You know, like, how are you like this? And I resonated with his interview. He said, I was forced at a young age. Like, I didn't have cheerleaders like most people do. Like, within your parents. Like, yeah, my parents were good. Remind people about your story in, like, a snippet. In a a short snippet. And we, I think this is something that deserves more time. But basically, I was a child of divorce. I was put into foster home, separated from my brother and sister at a very young age. I think it was, like, five I don't ask a lot of questions. No one does because it's so triggering in my family. Due my, to drug use of your parents. To, yeah. Right? Dad was a compulsive gambler, addicted. My mom was addicted to drugs, anything under the sun. And we were separated. Eventually got custody. My mom left us for a year. We don't know the details because if you bring it up, it's it's just triggering to my entire family. And mm-hmm. all of us have learned to not talk about it. My mom is also diagnosed bipolar amongst other things had an eating disorder whole life so I I was witness to that Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of shit going on and I was forced to either engage in that I was invited to engage by my parents to engage in these types of adult conversations at a young age Mm -hmm. 
or I had to toughen up and figure it the fuck out by myself. So that's where this tough girl mentality came from is I always had to figure it out. I did everything by myself and I was, I could have gone down a bad path, but I went down a path of trying to be not perfect. I, I always knew perfect perfection wasn't real, but it was a strive for success that I could do something without my family, which is sad. I would love to be kind of like you guys, the best friends, all of us win together. That's the dream, right? But that wasn't the case for me. And we're all in a good place now. And my mom's on great meds, but, but it's it, I didn't have that support growing up. So I was forced to be my own cheerleader. I had to find a way to pump myself up to to excel in school and sports because no one was helping me. No right. one was no one no one was pushing me or telling me I could do this. Well, do you feel like now when you are feeling low about something or, you know, you you were saying that you had postpartum blues. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would categorize it as depression. Do you feel like you don't have the right to to complain about that because you've been through worse or? Yeah, I think I just, rec- I do recognize my privilege and what an amazing life I have, but it's not to say you can have an amazing life and amazing home and marriage and all these things, but you can still be depressed. I wouldn't say I was depressed because I've seen friends who have been depressed and I'm I'm not, a, I, I was diagnosed when I was like 19 as chronically depressed, so I would go through phases. Mm. But that's also when I really relied on. I feel like that's called like being a human. Right. Like, <laughs> right. He was like, like, you're depressed. Sometimes, Here's pills. sometimes you get sad. It's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so I don't think I suffer with that. But yeah, I was always forced to just toughen up. So when I was de- dealing with postpartum with Nala, which was May, June this summer, I needed to escape. I The good thing with me is I can recognize when I'm going down a bad path. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't like where this is going. I need to get off the next stop and go a different direction. Did you get help, like professional help? No, I, I I didn't. I broke down to Tyler, broke down, bawling, crying, confused as a woman. Because I, like, I don't know how Tyler would react to that. He's actually Is so he, compassionate. Really? Okay. He's so supportive because he just wants me to be happy. And he told me, like, you can stay home and do nothing. Like if you, not nothing, but just be mom. Embrace being a mom. And I'm like, really? And he's like, I just thought you always wanted to do all these things. And you're so ambitious. I'm like, I just want to stay home. I just, and I remember you were in that. I do. I, now yeah. I remember the phase you were, you were, you had this phase for a little while where you were just like, I'm going to stop doing things. Is that okay? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but we have to record. <laughs> but I'm just, try, I'm just working on finding the balance where I can selfishly spend as much time with my family and for myself and be the best version of myself while still fulfilling my responsibilities and things that make me happy, like like the podcast or building a brand, like there's things I really mm-hmm. do enjoy. But it's a struggle as a woman. You're constantly changing. And I just went through that this summer. So I I find joy in going to other places. Like we spent three weeks in Hawaii. We spent a couple weeks in Cabo and just reminding myself that life is so fucking good. Yeah, it really is. And just like we forget how amazing it is to have two fucking legs, to be able to hear, mm-hmm. to, to have our health. Like there are like... There's just so many good things that we can be grateful for every day. And that just that just reminded me when I was that low. I'm like, I need to find things to remind myself like, like life you, is good. Do you ever pinch yourself? I, this happened to me after I had Soleil for a little while. Like I would pinch myself and be like, I still can't believe I have a girl. I have like I a little know. girl. Oh, my gosh. She's so fucking doesn't cute. Doesn't it like blow your mind it's a little bit? I want 17. I, I know. Mean, but I do. But I know. But we're like we're, our kids. That's we're, what we're currently going through. It's like, do we want another? Because really? She, yes. Oh, God. Stop. We'll You're see. crazy. We'll see. We'll see. Do you have any dating stories from the uh, summer? Yeah. So 
I, I like rekindled something with a guy that I used to date in high school. And wait, I really want to say who, who you're talking who, to now who, or who you oh, did. No, can we? No, no. Okay. 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 Well, wait till it's got something. No, I need to. <laughs> yeah. No, because he ghosted me. Okay. Well, we'll wait until there's a good amount of time has passed because then, that's we, can, a, then yes, we can talk about then, it. Then we will <laughs> just it to make sure we don't want to close we will the door. Tag him, hashtag him <laughs> yeah. in case he comes back. Yeah. No. Okay. So more, most recently I was ghosted by somebody that I met on, on Raya, but whatever. I'm over that. <laughs> you don't even like him anyway. My life coach has told me that when somebody rejects you, it's just them telling you that they're not able to meet you where you're at mm. and it's not personal. Yes. So I feel better in that. But that I did good. I did rekindle something with somebody at home. But like I he has kids, he's in Rhode Island. I have kids, I'm in LA. Like Neither of us are leaving our kids. No, Neither no. of us, are, like, what am I going to do long distance for 10 years until, yeah. like, one of our, both of our kids go to college? Yeah. No. So I just, like, I feel like I was one foot in, one foot out. But yeah. he was, like, he's so sweet. And he, sometimes it's just fun to, like, have a crush on somebody. For sure. You know? But I was very open from the start of, like, I have no faith in this being something that's going to last long term. And I even said to him, like, where I'm at right now in my personal life with, like, my so like sobriety with where I'm trying to work on myself like there is no place for a relationship yeah because I'm not the person anybody who wants to date this version of me I don't want to be with that person I love like that. I want to date the I, not that like I'm ever going to be perfect but I just I have like more fine-tuning to do and I'm very confident that the person that that is going to be like my life partner is going to be a little ways away I love that what are some things for all the girls listening like mm-hmm. that are you, what are you doing differently that you feel good about going into this next phase of bettering yourself like what are, I know yeah. you've always practiced meditation and yoga yes. and all these things that are so important to you what are you doing what's different about this yeah time? so so yoga hot yoga is something that I've literally saved my life time and time again last night I I was craving red wine I was just like feeling restless and like oh so I went to hot yoga it made me feel so much better. I slept like a baby. I practiced TM, which is Transcendental Meditation, and that's 20 minutes twice a day, beginning of the day oh and gosh. end of the day. But I, because I have kids in lo- and not, you know, here I am making excuses. People make it work, but I oftentimes forget to do or I can't do that. One. The second yeah. one. But either way, like waking up and just meditating, that has been helping me so much. I'm trying not to check my phone in the middle of the night, first thing when I wake up or last thing when I go to bed. You know what I did? Well, Tyler <sighs> it's did hard. this. It's so hard. He set a timer on my phone for all social media. So I get an hour and a half every day. This is across all social media platforms and it shuts off. I'm not even on social media and though. It, I'm on like my ast- astrological chart. Yeah. Side. <laughs> but it, and it can't, I can't log back in until he types in a password that I have no idea what it is. Oh. One time I figured it out though and then he changed it I feel it like Caroline would have to be the person for me. For sure. It's <laughs> good I'm like, though. Who's going to regulate me? <laughs> well, and then I recognize, I'm like, oh, I only have an hour a day. Like I don't want to scroll. I need to be intentional with the, you know, who I'm communicating with or what content that's I'm true. sharing. So that's been a blessing for me is like being super intentional I do feel like on that, social media. Yeah, being in intentional like that's kind of how I felt where I'm just kind of like treading water and I'm like I have like all these emails I need to answer I have so many different projects in the pipeline that I'm trying to like make headway on and and I'm like okay these 20 minutes is going to be just email yeah that's what I do Focus. it's like I open my email I answer one person then I like re- do another thing and, and then like so I'm just kind of chipping away but yeah. it's like you never feel like you're caught up with that so I'm yeah. trying to be intentional about how I use my time on my phone specifically and then I'm just like I'm I'm staying connected to people who I who know me well and know this space that I'm in. My sister Olivia, the people who are close to me who aren't judging me but yeah. know that like 
they're going to ride the cycle with me for yep. however many times it takes. Mm-hmm. And they're proud of me for, you know, just being honest with myself and recognizing like this isn't working for me. I anymore. love that. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I really am. Love I'm you. so proud because it's hard for someone as I know very well to say like I'm struggling or I need help or him hey, going through this like I just need you to bear with me yeah there's so many stigmas around and, it and real and real friends will be like I got you it's all good yeah like I'm here like through the thick and thin and whatever you need I'm here and if yeah. you don't answer my text or if you're busy or you're struggling like it's all good yeah and no harsh feelings. and if you ghost me because the, I did I did open up to this last guy that I was talking to for a little while about like my sobriety thing and he straight up ghosted me. That's not so, for you. So, yeah, it's like yeah. some people are not going to understand it. And you know what? Those people are not for you. Yes. I when you talked about rejection earlier. And, and I love the quote, rejection is just redirection. Yeah. And it's just the universe is taking you a different way. Yeah. I love that. Any love funny it. stories with the kids? How are the yes, kids doing? actually. Okay. So <laughs> Sophie has a dog who happens to have like the same size diapers as my daughter. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes. When we were flying back from Rhode Island to L.A., it was our flight was super early. It was still dark out. I grabbed what I thought was Soleil's diaper, but it was Sophie's dog's diaper, which has a big old hole for the tail. We're on the flight. All of a sudden, there's pee all down her legs. I'm like, what happened? You have a diaper on. I look, there's a big hole right where she pees. And then I go to find another diaper. And the only other one I have is like a swimmy diaper, which, if you know, has no absorbency. So I put that on her. She pees again all down her legs. She's like the pee-pee girl on the flight. Oh, my God. So it's just like hardcore mom fail. And uh, I take a flight home. When was it? I think maybe from Hawaii. And what's nice is the stewardess were like, I was like, fuck, I have to change her. And like, we're about to take off. She's like, and she had four boys. She's like, just change her right here. And I'm that nasty ass person who just I know, I know. Well, they call her. it bio waste or like it's like a biohazard. To, I don't know. I, I've done that I before, too. It wasn't poop. It was just pee. But yeah, yeah, that was fun flying with baby. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> It was easy, When you think actually. about how many people fart on that seat. Like, oh, my God. When I mean, you land and they turn off the air and I'm like, Ugh, like, get me off I this know. plane. It's like a little baby pee. I'll take that any day. I know. So do you have any other fun guys that you're talking to or are you just Ugh. trying to focus on you? And well, not- I am focusing on me and I'm trying not to, like, seek attention to, like, you know, I'm really trying to tune in. Like, if I feel restless or I feel like I need something to take the edge off, I don't want to, like, open my Raya yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's the whole point of, like, not seeking something to that you need for energy or to va- for validation. Or, yeah. That is what sobriety is all about. So, yeah. yes, I am flirting with people. No, I am not looking for a relationship for a little while. And, yes. but yeah, it's fun. Do you get sexually frustrated or you don't really need it? No, I don't really need it. That's, and, like, honestly, I have I have my, I have, have, I have someone have, I can call. Ways. <laughs> it's charged in the nightstand. Yeah. Speaking of vaginas, I've been on a vagina journey all summer. Okay. And That's nice. I'm, yeah, I just, I, after this, pregnancy I just felt so gross and so large and all really? the things yeah and, I, and I'm like I want a perfect vagina yeah and so I've been doing something it's a spa it's called image spa FMMD in San Diego if you're in San Diego it's this chair that you sit on and it's kind of like M-Sculpt which we've also been doing M-Sculpt, M-Sculpt, does, M-Sculpt does have a, a yeah. chair like that too it does okay yeah. well I've been doing their chair for the vagina and it vibrates and makes you tighter and wetter which is insane I had the best 
period of my life. Like I have really bad periods. Excuse me, the best period? Because, oh, like a light period. Like a light one. Because it's like a massacre when I have periods. Like after Same. kids, it's like I got fucking shot. Yeah. I have so to that, buy like all new underwear every month. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And then I've been doing M-Sculpt, which I absolutely love. I've been using it on my abs. We just, I just did my fourth session. I'm starting to see a difference. I have one today. I just wanted to share like, yeah, oh, you do? Mm-hmm. I have one tomorrow. And then I just, I just want to share like things that have been working with me because I feel like we get that question a lot. Yeah. So M-Sculpt for sure. And then I just, my skin is still peeling, but I just did a chemical peel for the first time. Yes. And it's, you guys, if you suffer from melasma or hyperpigmentation, you could literally see it like flake off. Yeah. It's a little bit like gold member. I'm like, oh, save this piece for later. Yeah. You know, and falling. But um, the Cosmolon peel is the one that I've done. And works. I feel like it's probably the one you did too. Probably. If it's seven days of shedding, days. that's the deepest one that it's they have. It's so good. I want to so do good. it again. It is so good, but it's like, you do it and then it's like tight for two days and then it's you your face starts falling off in sheets around day three so you really need like some yeah. time where oh, you're yeah. not seeing or you know what you could who cares you I can go to work shameless. when your face falls the boys off. had football and I just had my big son mom hat yeah I see everyone I fucking know I yeah. literally have pieces <laughs> On like literal They're actual like, pieces okay? that are hanging by a thread on my chest. Especially child. men like don't know. Oh, well, They're like, no, she's Ty sick. would come she's up dying. to me and he's like, he'd like rip them off. He's like, this so-and-so's right there. You need to like rip you, off your skin. Rip off your skin. And I just told people, I was like, I got a fucking peel, whatever. Yeah. It's gonna look Which good. by the way, you're not supposed to pull the, the pieces off. No. But yeah, we do always get questions about like, how do you get your body back? All the things, mm-hmm. which is interesting because you should tune into our episode with Jessica Seeple yes. and she'll talk to you about, you know, feeding your body for nutrients and not for dieting because if you're focusing on your nutrition and not losing weight then everything falls into place anyway yes um, checking your thyroid that's something that i'm actually getting into right now too is getting a full panel of blood work I done do that. finding out where you're deficient and like that's the first the first step unfortunately it is kind of expensive it's like is doctors it? don't well it's just like normal doctors they treat illness it's not preventative yeah it's all reactive yeah so but I, i'm trying honestly Eating healthy is like the last thing that I ever focus on, which I think I need to give it a little bit more. uh, Just try a little harder with it because I don't really, I don't know. I I have too many other things to think about. Uh, See, to me, I think that's the easiest part. Really? But I enjoy whole real food because I think Doc Almond said, he's like, love food that loves you back. So after struggling and feeling bloated after this and like a a migraine after this alcohol, it's like, I just stay away from that shit now. And I just know what makes me feel good. And yeah. that's what I've been doing with this postpartum because we get so many questions about postpartum and how to get back. And it's like, love food that loves you back. Mm-hmm. Work out. Drink a shit ton drink of water. Drink a shit ton of water. Take Focus your vitamins. Focus on recovery. And you know that's what? It. I love, like, a lot of people are like, I don't like yoga. I want, like, a real workout. Or I don't like, I'm not good at it. I'm not flexible. Like, you need to do a workout that incorporates stretching. I don't care yes. like if it's yoga or Pilates or what, but like so many women are just like at the gym using the little machines or whatever. It's like I if you want longevity and something that's going to elongate your body, then you need to do some kind of stretching. And on that that's note, I like. and I was a skeptic. So for anyone who has said that, like I was with you, I was like, this is for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did Pilates and I'm like, Holy shit. Oh, you think yo- you come to my fucking yoga class. I had to step out three times well, last hot night. Yoga I love because I love to sweat. Oh I God, love, I love, dying. love to sweat. It's you could like feel the toxicity leaving your body. Yeah. So the, I like hot yoga. Yeah, but it, it is great. I go to hot eight to franchise. So they have them pretty much everywhere. Core power is a great one, too. It's in like every major city. Oh, so good. So try that. And yeah. Um, OK, so we're ending. We're wrapping up summer. We're heading into fall. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you have going on? You have anything fun coming up? <sighs> yeah, I have a, I have some things in the pipeline, but like, can I'm, you give hints to anything? Uh, no, uh, 
Maybe. I'll give a hint if you give a hint. Okay. You but go first. <laughs> I am launching something that I think will be very big. It'll be in the, the wellness space. We are probably halfway done and we've been working on it for over a year. And I'm hoping it'll launch by the end of the year. And it's really exciting. It's the first time that I, I've always been an investor or an angel investor, but I've never done something by myself. So it's been very scary. Very, 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 very scary. I've been working very hard in silence. I believe in that. And I've learned that lesson is to like not speak too soon until things are I done. Know, that, that I'm working uh, on. That I've done. I'd be like, oh, sh- I'm this super company. impulsive. And then I'm like, like actually, I, they were shit in the contract. And that's not happening anymore. But this is by me for like and Tyler, obviously. And it's it's I'm really excited to share with people. And I, it's something new and disruptive to the market. And it'll make your life better. And is yeah. it for grownups or kids or it's both? for to start kids? OK, and it's I'll just say it's by parents for parents. OK, so we'll leave it at that. OK, and I'll say I, I have also partnered in a company and it is based around kids. So are you an investor? Are you an ambassador as an influencer? Are you on the board? Like what's what's the for right now? I'm an advisor. That's amazing. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. And then is this your first time being involved in an external like seriously in a company? Yes. Where I'm not just like promoting. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's it like, is it's, different. It's like big girl shit. It's big girl. <laughs> and my big girl panties yes, on. Yes, okay. So, well, on that note, I'm proud of us. Me too. Stay tuned for everything to come, guys. We'll obviously share more. And just thank you guys for hanging on with us. Like, I listen back all the time every week to these episodes. And Aurora and I are learning. We're just saying, like, Aurora's helped me come out of my shell. And we're learning a lot. And we appreciate your feedback, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, like, this little community. I feel like we need, like, a name for the girls that support us. I don't know. We'll find something if you have any suggestions, but we appreciate you guys. So yeah. What are we going to call? I don't know. Is that, I don't know. There's I like, like that's derogatory to be like, no, we're not like, we're not like peasants. We're like, <laughs> no, like we're like hey girlfriends. No, no. <laughs> hey babies. Hey babies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll find something that works. What for do us. you want to be called? Ladies? Yes. Tell us. But also, Men too. Yes. There's some men still here. (laughs) There's a few that stuck around. (laughs) Yeah. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.